Peter Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Adrian, status community outreach liaison of the Building Materials Projectile Sage Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Channel 1 to be 1. Wiley, how are you? What's up? How are you doing, sir? Uh, annoyed uh, this morning, as a matter of fact. You're annoyed at many yeah, things quite, this morning. Very, very, yes, yes. It's a very annoying day, even though... Uh, we One of them is just touching... The simple fact of touching your hand causes annoyance. Okay, first of all, it, yeah, it, you do that specifically to annoy me, and it's more like a caress... <laughs> <laughs> than a, just a you know a touch or anything like it's that. It's gentle. It's definitely gentle. It yeah, de- it definitely, but again, you're doing it. Means it means something. You, it's it's you're doing it just to trigger me. <laughs> oh, are you triggered? I am totally. Are, you, are I'm you triggered? Totally triggered right are now. Are you triggered there, Snowflake? I am. Yeah, I am about to go on a you know a pink hair rant. A pink, <laughs> a pink hair, hair rant. rant. Yeah, that's how that's how triggered I am. That's pretty fucking triggered. Yeah, yeah. So get all woke in your ass. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! What are you What are you trying to do that for? Uh, you know, I don't know. Especially, just, I wouldn't do that, that after what I just did. So I wouldn't <laughs> do anything to my ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's another thing that has me pissed off this morning. I don't what, know why. I have a bowel movement? Like no, like, because oh. every fucking week you wait till we're getting ready to do the show. It's like, oh, hang on a second, I gotta take a shit. That doesn't happen all the time. You know, that does not happen. all oh the time. Oh my god! Literally every week, either it's not every either, week. It's it not is every week. To every before week. either before we start the show or between shows. Every single you know, fucking I'm gonna time. I'm going to start taking notes on this and one. And every single time, here's here's what I have to tell you. Take the Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally, we were doing a mic check, and he runs in, take a shit, and I yell, take the Lysol. So now we have that. Take the Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my new little clip every time from now on. There you go. On. That's our first little clip and thingy th- there. Th- that is. Yeah. we need, Actually, we do need to make a little soundboard of shit like that. I you know. know. It would be nice if, so, you, if you would do your so job. So we can be like a, more of a morning zoo type of show. Yeah. You know, you because that's job. that's such a, a quality format. The You know, if I do my job, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, look, all you got to do on, is basically you? all you got to do is basically show up. Yeah. That's all you got to do. I'm running two computers simultaneously here. I literally have my hands on two mouses, mice, as we speak. And there are times when I'm literally typing on two cable key, key, keyboards simultaneously, yeah. one with each hand. As you're supposed to do. <laughs> While working the mixing You're the board. fucking computer whisperer, motherfucker. I wasn't this morning, man. Who what hates are, computers, by I, the way? I do hate computers. And they hate I, you back. I, they I were hating you back today. Yeah. that this This was one very disobedient computer today. I had to completely wipe it. Ooh. You know, I gave that thing, girl. I gave that thing a lobotomy this morning. I'll bet you did. Yeah, I'll so. bet you fucking did. <laughs> Why you got to make it sexual, dude? <laughs> Who's making it sexual? Uh, that sounded pretty sexual right there. It sounded dirty, didn't it? It, it, it did sound dirty. It sounded real uh, but uh, dirty. Uh, not quite as, as dirty as uh, this little clip I want to play for you. And and this is straight off. This is not in the show notes or anything like that. This is something I just found while you were sleeping on the floor and I was fixing the computers. All right, let's hear it. But I wanted to share it with you. Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. 
Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clit. <laughs> oh wait, you have a clitoris. Clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches what it. Are you, what the hell were you watching? <laughs> That's a new video for first graders in New York. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're teaching five and six-year-olds how to masturbate in some New York schools. Oh. You got to love that. I don't know if that's really... It might be a tad early, you know? Might be a little bit early. I didn't figure out how that worked until I was 10. Yeah. And then I don't think I saw the sunlight again until I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm didn't pretty... see the sunlight again. Huh? I'm pretty sure I at, at five or six, I had no idea what my, my penis was actually used for. I you got know? you. So I think that seeing that at five years old would probably have been confusing and frightening. I got you. Yeah. You know, how about you? Uh, I don't remember. You don't remember. I don't remember. You got to be kidding me. No, I don't remember. The first time you figured out what your dick is for, you don't remember that? I don't remember that now. Oh, my God. I remember it vividly. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's good for yeah. you. Would you like me to share the story in detail? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Well, it was a, it was a, a June day. So, you're gonna do it anyway, <laughs> so even though I was, was saying like, no, it was about 87 degrees outside. Well, I was trying to be polite. Out. I was trying to be polite. Partly cloudy. <laughs> you know, there was a 30% chance of rain. That day. I think there was, as there a matter of fact. A, yeah. Know, yeah. Sounds so. like, it. sounds like a 30% chance. But uh, yeah, I just, I, I discovered that and I, I thought that was uh, highly entertaining, but some parents are not very happy about it. So, and these are like uh, private schools, like $50,000 a year private schools. Yeah. You know? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> right. And then they're teaching the kids to never let your parents or your family members hug you without consent. So make them ask for permission first. Oh. <laughs> and they're talking to them about gender assignment, you know, at five years old. And Somebody's going to get killed. Yeah. 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 But they hey, get what you pay for, I guess. Well, <laughs> you are getting what you're paying for now. Right. <laughs> oh, let me start off, though, because I missed this last week. But let me say welcome to Charles P. Hey, Charles. For the lonely briefcase level. Uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. Hopefully you're doing well. Um, so we are taping this on Monday, Vice Saturday. And the reason for versus, that is dude. versus, versus yeah. Vice. Yeah, vice vice versus. is a completely different thing. Ir uh, irregardless. You, you never figured that one out. Irregardless. Yeah. I'm trying to break my wife. She says, supposingly. Oh, oh, yeah. literally? Uh, no. Well, yeah, she literally says supposingly instead of supposedly. But oh, so that's still not as bad as vice versus versus. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing the show on Monday, vice Saturday. Versus, yeah. Mm -hmm. Versus Saturday. Yeah. And the reason for that is, is that I had to take an impromptu roadie. Take the Lysol. Well, I didn't take the Lysol with me. Uh, to Ohio and back. Right. Which, strange thing about Ohio. Everything to, is strange about Ohio, dude. Well, there's probably a lot strange. But Have you met anyone from Ohio? Yes, I did. Yeah, pretty much everyone from Ohio is strange. It is too far, really, to be a good one-day trip, but it's too close to be a two-day trip. Yeah, yeah. It took me 15 and a half hours. Right. Well, probably taller than 15 and a half hours, but if it's 15 and a half hours. Of now, school, all right, so where, where it, so obviously you got 30 hours of drive time there. You got to stop somewhere. Where did you stop? Way there or way back? What do you mean stop where? Stop to, to, to sleep. sleep? Yeah. I, I got all the way there and then I stopped. I got them. I got them dropped off. Okay. Then I stopped. Okay. And then I came back. Now, did you do uh, a uh, motel, hotel, or did you just do a rest or a sleep for five hours? 
No, I did a I did an actual hotel. I did a Red Roof Inn. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So I did a Red Roof Inn. Yeah. Now here's the weird thing is that in, in where she lives, so she lives near Canton, Canton, Ohio. So I did drive by the Football Hall of Fame. Oh, did you? Because you didn't I, stop in, huh? No, no, because I don't give a shit about sports anymore. I was unfazed by oh yeah by, by the by the Pro Football Hall. Of I Fame. tell you, if I was anywhere near Canton, I would definitely have to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I, I would just still have to do it. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I didn't yeah. have to. I didn't care. Wow. I did not give a shit at all. Not even a little nostalgia, huh? No, nothing, nothing. No, no, didn't give a shit. Not even like the there first day you found your had, penis, huh? There were malls that had more feeling to me than that. Place. Wow, wow, so, that's mm, yeah. Just, just saying. That's something. Like I'm just putting it out there for you. Yeah. So, um, I did stay up there and then drove back the ne- on 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 Sunday and didn't get back last night until like two in the morning. I first of all, I gotta say, um, you are a far better human being uh, than I am. Without question. Why is that? Uh, Because of the whole situation which uh, led to you having to drive to Ohio this weekend. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I mean, can we go into the specifics of it? I mean, we talked a little bit about it on the show before. Well, Alex has had an entire family (laughs) living in his uh, garage now. Well, they they were in the house now. Well, in the house, the garage, wherever, basically, you know, because it's not that big a house. That's true. To have a family of five living in your house with your family of five, you know, kind of basically if you've ever been to... Uh, like a uh, migrant worker camp. <laughs> That's what Alex's house was like. So first of all, he's allowing this entire family to stay with him. Yeah. Uh, then uh, the 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 husband slash father decides to take off and he's gone. Yep. So now he's like the complete you know caregiver. Um, you know, and then so uh, now to help him out, he drives his family all the way back to Ohio. Well, yeah, because you know, the option the option was that dude was going to have to drive them back. Right. And I didn't feel comfortable with that option. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, so I didn't know he actually uh, stepped up and said he would take him, huh? Uh, I mean, here's the thing. He said that. Now, Right. is he a person of his word? Well, probably not. He doesn't not. seem to be. Yeah. So, don't know. And considering some of the things I know, didn't know for sure if it would be if it would happen or not. Or if I would get a phone call of being in you know Georgia somewhere, dropped off on the side of the road. Right, right. Well, I, I, I just will say that that's a, a very kind-hearted, uh, very Christian, very, you know, the thing for you to do. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate so, that. Uh, and uh, like I said, there's no way in hell I'd ever do it. Uh, that is the last time that we are going to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to be. I mean, it was a good time. I'm not going to say it wasn't. It was a good time. And, and you know, I was happy to do it at, at, at the same time. But. It is the last time. I can't put my family through that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah, it's you know just, I mean? like, it was it's just too much chaos. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, way I, too much. I was only in your house uh, once during that period, and it was so okay. And they had dogs, too. Yeah, one dog. One dog. So, yeah, just oh, and the, by the, the way, chaos. That dog, so we had three kids. That's your dog now, isn't it? No, 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 no. She took the job. She took the dog. The dog was in the car, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> okay. Well, and I got to tell you. <laughs> All right. So you had two adults, three children, and a dog in a Kia Soul. And a hamster. <laughs> hamster, plus all their worldly possessions in a Kia Soul. Yeah. God, that must have been miserable. I will say this. This was probably the best packing job of a vehicle that I've ever done. Well, it would probably by have far, to be. Yeah. By far. I mean, there was not an, an extra inch of space in the back of the Kia Soul. Right. Now, we didn't get to take everything either. I do, I do got stuff I still have to mail up to them. Right. But we grabbed a lot of stuff. We grabbed a good amount of stuff. But I got to tell you, that was a lot of, you know, a lot of, lot of stuff in there. So once again, you're exhausted. 
Yeah. And so there's, a, there's awesome. a high probability. And I, as I was having to fix this damn computer um, that does our, our show recordings today, uh, Alex actually just laid down on the floor and took a nap. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> that's how exhausted he I am, is. I am fucking tired. I'm you, not going to lie to you. You're, it's, well, that's all right. We're used to that because you're always fucking useless during the show and half asleep anyway. What are you so. talking about? The show notes is all me this week, by the way. Or a lot me. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is a lot me. And yeah. I had it all. You know the shit of it was, too, by the way? Like, I had the show ready to go, like, on Wednesday right. for Friday's show. Right. Like, it was all set up, Saturday ready show. to go, yeah. for, for ready to go. And then as soon as I realized I was going to have to make that drive, the first thing I thought was like, man, I did all that fucking work and I'm not right. even able to do it. Yeah, now it's all old news. So, yeah. 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 That's the thing. That's well, it's not really old news because it's only in two days of difference. But at the oh, same that, time in a news cycle, man, that's like forever. Well, yeah, yeah. But we're, we're, we're not timely when it comes to the news anyway. Though. Not really. No, it's not like anyone's waiting people, on us for breaking people, news. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you're waiting for us for breaking news. The nukes are inbound. Get inside. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Four days ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, I had a I had a strange week. Yeah, what a lot happened? going on. Well, first of all, I had jury duty tell this Alex week. About, tell Alex about it. Yeah, I had jury duty. Oh. So, and you know how I feel about that. You love jury duty. Oh, my God. Fucking. You know, I filled out that online questionnaire, and I flat out told him, look, I, I, I'm an anarchist. I don't believe you have the power to do anything. I don't believe you should exist. And no matter what, I don't care about the facts of the case. I don't care about the morality of the case. I don't care about the circumstances of the case. I will vote to acquit because I hate you guys. <laughs> Did you write that? I yeah, I wrote, well, I didn't write. I hate you guys. Because I said I don't believe you have any uh, the authority to you know conduct court. Period. Okay. Um, so I I wrote that all in my uh, online questionnaire. Yeah, they still made me come in. Well, of course, like, they still made you come yeah, in. Hold on, like, but did they? Did you? Did you serve on a jury? Well, hang on. So I get there, and of course, you got to go through all the bullshit and go through the metal detector. And I'm wearing a seat suit, so um, you know it's. Uh, but I didn't get any benefit really out of wearing the suit this time, even though I was the only one there with a suit. But um, I didn't get like waved through the uh, uh, metal detectors. But no one in court was wearing masks, by the way. Really, masks were not required. Well, about a third of the people still were, but it was voluntarily on their part. You know, about two thirds. Okay, so, were so there were people wearing masks. Yeah, but it was all voluntary. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so I go in and go into the uh, jury assembly room. You know, check in first, then go to the jury assembly room. And the room is set up with chairs. And there's, I'm trying to remember now. I think there was uh, six columns of chairs and maybe ten rows deep. All right. Okay. Um, the first five columns facing the front. Uh, the all the chairs were numbered and said sit here mm-hmm. on the back. Okay, the very last column of chairs was just plain chairs. But the way if you looked at it, you know, because like five of the columns, um, so like the last chair in every row was just a plain chair. Um, so I get in there, and uh, you know the the room's about I'd say about uh, two thirds full at that point. <coughs> And everybody is sitting in one of the chairs that says, sit here. (laughs) So I, of course, go to the far end and I sit in the row of chairs that does not say sit here because don't fucking tell me what to do. Exactly. (laughs) You know? And so I was outside the rows of chairs. And I was hoping that there would be some consequence to that, but there wasn't. There wasn't. Unfortunately, unfortunately, there was no consequence. It was probably just the way they laid it out um, that, you know, they had these chairs for some other purpose or something like that and it really didn't mean anything because it wasn't associated with your jury number juror number or anything like that even though each of the chairs was numbered um but the fact that i found interesting is 
is there was approximately 50 people in that room and 49 of them who <laughs> sat in the chairs that said sit here. I was the only one that sat in a chair that wasn't marked. Except for... Hold on, you're the only one in there that sat in a chair that wasn't marked. And it was entire column. So like every other column of chairs, there's like, you know, eight people in with maybe a gap here and there, you yeah. know. And then there's one completely empty column, except for me sitting in the very back chair. <laughs> but then after a while, like uh, probably about 20 minutes after we we're supposed to show up, um, this uh, this uh, black woman with dreads comes in and she goes and sits in the same row, too. I, so I immediately liked her. <laughs> you know, I wanted to like, you know, be her friend. And then she started playing TikTok videos on her phone, like full volume and laughing hysterically at them. And I thought, <laughs> you're just an awesome person. <laughs> I want to be your friend, you know, just no fucks at all. But uh, what ended up happening is uh, they uh, all the cases plead out. So I didn't even have to go through voir dire. I was only there for an hour. So wasn't too bad. All the cases pleaded out. Yeah. Boy, I bet you that sucks. Uh, well, I didn't care either way because I just wanted to get out of there. No, no, but I'm saying, though, like, you know, like if they knew that they had a person like you out there, maybe some of those people would have said, well, I'm going to jury. Well, there's no way they would put me on a jury. That's the thing. I will never, ever, ever be put on a jury because no Again. prosecutor in the world uh, will, you know, uh, 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 seat me. There's just no way that'll happen. Maybe they will. Because I've literally said every single time I will vote to acquit no matter what. I do not care. I don't care if the guy is guilty as fuck. I don't care if he killed a school bus full of children. I'm voting not guilty. Damn, you're going not guilty even if he kills a school bus full of children? Yes. Yes. Just not doing it. What if it was Bill Clinton? Uh, not guilty. Oh, wow. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I look, I say that now. Obviously, if I were seated on a jury and there was a mass murderer there, you know, I, I, I doubt I could, you know, actually do it. Because, you know, my statist would creep back up and, you know, yeah, I would have if, to do yeah, something. What if he did damage to a public library or a uh, park? I hate libraries. But oh, yeah, parks? Park. Oh, parks. What if he... What or if hang he, on a second. What if he built a high-rise building in my neighborhood? Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're talking. He's fucked. That'll get you the chair. Yeah. yeah. That'll get you the fucking well, chair. Well, now, see, I'd still have a problem with that. Uh, because, you know, I, I don't want the government doing. Well. I would shit. shoot you, you know. Yeah. No problem there. But, you know, I don't want the government doing it. So, anyway, that was, uh, you know... One of the high points of my week. It sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. it. So. so I was happy to get out of there, but God, it's it's amazing. As soon as I get inside a government building these days, it's like I just the disgust that I feel. Yeah. I, I can't even hide like it. Like the anger. It's yeah. It's 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 borderline rage. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I totally know yeah, what you're talking it's about. It's the same like, thing whenever I go to a school. Yeah. It's it's like I just it, it's like I hate you people. Yeah. I hate yeah. you people for existing. Yes. Yes. Your entire existence is oppressive to me. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, look, I look at that for, 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 especially for schools now. Right. But for most government buildings or government vehicles, oh, especially like, oh, if you are, if you drive around in like a, uh, uh, anything that says inspection on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> any kind of inspection kind of vehicle. If you're a government inspection vehicle, I will. Cut you off. I will not let you in. I whatever whatever I'm whatever I'm able to get away with on the road, I will get away with with you. <laughs> nice. I do. I actually. You got to be careful because some of those guys those have arrest powers. Well, I hate them though. Yeah. 
So yeah. I really don't like them. I don't. All. I don't. You know, cut people off in traffic over it. But you know, I just uh, can't stand it. Yeah, I just won't let them in. Yeah. Like I, I had one. I had one. I had one. I don't remember how long ago this was. This might have been a month ago. I was driving on seventy-five, maybe. I don't know. It was. It was. A, it was an interstate, and this government vehicle was trying to get over, and I was going to let the vehicle over. I, right. I, I don't want to say I feel bad, but like I, they really thought I was letting them over. Right. And then I realized what vehicle it was, and I sped up. <laughs> I did that not too and then long I ago. And I wouldn't let him in. I did that not too long ago uh, to a uh, Pinellas County deputy. You know? Nice. Uh, well, he was... Uh, he did a dick move. You know You know how you have at an intersection, like the far right lane uh, immediately merges after the light or it immediately goes into a right turn after the light? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not length. It's not long on the other yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, if you know the area... I. You don't fault people who don't know the area because you don't know that immediately as soon as you cross through that light, you either got to turn or merge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you can make a mistake if you don't know what's going y- on. Yes, yes. But there was a deputy in an un- one of those unmarked uh, SUVs next yeah. to me, and he started to – he punched it off the light like he was going to cut in front of me, mm-hmm. and I, I just paced him. You know. <laughs> Did he have to get behind you then? <laughs> yeah, he had to duck in behind me. And that's I thought, a, that fucker's going to turn the lights on on me. And I'm going to say, well, did I speed? Yeah. Yeah. What did I do? Uh, failure to yield the right of way? I had the right of way. You know, so I was ready. I'm thinking in my mind, you know, I'm probably going to get a ticket Every out of this. Every scenario out of yeah, this Yeah, and I'm thinking of, okay, you give me a ticket. I'm going to fight in court. I'm going to tell everyone, you know, what happened. He didn't light me up, though. You know, I think he knew. I bet he was mad, though. Oh, he was pissed. He stayed on my ass for a long time, like close on my ass. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it, dangerous, too. It was one of those. Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying, because he got right up on my bumper. I know he ran my tag. You know, I know he was dying. He was just looking for a he reason. He was dying to light me that up. But I, wily guy. I, I gave him asshole nothing. Asshole not letting yeah, me in. Yeah. So, But that's the thing. He was he was being that's a prick. Awesome. You should get a cookie for that one. <laughs> you should, get a, you should get a cookie for that one. You definitely should get a cookie for that one. <laughs> Is there such a thing? Yeah, is, is cookie, there, cookies are real. They exist. What, is there someone that actually hands out cookies for I'm gonna fucking start with now. cops? I'm going to start now. Yeah. That's what. That's what. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> gotta, I'm, next Saturday, I'm bringing you a cookie. Okay. Well, I owe you a cookie from the week before when you were fucking with cops. So oh, there you go. You know, you're always fuck, back and forth. You too. fuck with cops a lot more than I do these days. Uh, you know, I try to keep my head down. I, you know, I try to. I'm not trying to. Like, yeah, I don't go exactly. Out of the way looking for it. Right. Right. I just don't want to be. I like when you hand me somebody else's kid, I'm going to have a problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't have to worry about the school thing anymore, so thank God for that. But <laughs> I mean, they probably wouldn't let me back on the grounds anyway. I mean, how, how did they not? And if if you don't know what we're talking about, is uh, got to catch last week's show. Alex actually went to uh, school to uh, pick up a kid, and a school. Uh, yeah, a school to pick up a kid, and uh, they brought him out the incorrect child. Yes, <laughs> and so he returned the child to the school, and then wanted to to speak to the authorities about how the fuck could you give me the wrong kid? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't happy, but right. I wasn't happy anyway. Though, just yeah. again, I know, and the cop was going to like give you an attitude for being upset that you were given the wrong kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking asshole. I know. Anyway, so uh, what's going on in our uh, our notes here? All right, so let's go with um, up one point in the DFC is Adrian's favorite future. That's right. The dystopian future chart is uh, uh, solar storms. Yes, yeah, solar storms are yeah. back, threatening yeah. threatening life on Earth as we know it. Now, here's the thing. I think this is the same article, but I just found it in two different places. So I figured I would just kind of put them both up there. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure why you did that. But anyway, uh, yeah, solar storms are back. We're uh, back in a period of higher, uh, well, actually lower sunspot activity. Um, but uh, no, is it higher sunspot activity? Anyway, 
we're in a cycle one way or another. The uh, the sun is supposedly be more active. However, it appears like the larger cycle, there's like a, a, a 12 year, 11 or 12 year solar cycle and there's, and there's a longer cycle. Um, it seems like overall we are in a more dormant solar cycle or at least beginning to go into that phase. Yeah. So, so it says, while invisible and harmless to anyone on Earth's surface, the geomagnetic wave unleashes a solar storm uh, uh, unleashed by solar storms can cripple power grids, jam radio communications, bathe airline crews in dangerous levels of radiation, and knock critical satellites off a kilter. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. That sounds really like a good time. That would be a good time, yeah. The sun began a new 11-year cycle last year, and it reaches its peak in 2025. The specter of powerful space weather creating havoc for humans grows, threatening chaos in a world that has become even more reliant on technology since the last big storm hit 17 years ago. A recent study suggested hardening the grid could lead to $27 billion worth of benefit to the U.S. power industry. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, these solar storms, they happen all the time and, and even major ones. Uh, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, historical references, uh, the most recent being uh, 1817 uh, or 70, rather, uh, the Carrington event when a solar storm wiped out all the telegraph lines. Uh, but there's also, you know, uh, stories of. You know, northern lights, uh, aurora borealis being seen, you know, down near the equator, which would indicate that it was a massive solar storm. But, of course, the, the people at the time had no, you know, way. Yeah, what do they care? The ancient Romans and ancient Greeks had no idea what, you know, a, a fucking, you know, an electromagnetic storm was. They didn't even understand electromagnetism at that point. Well, yeah. So they just knew that, hey, there was this beautiful light show in the sky. Um, yeah, and, and they, they don't care know. at the time because they're not dependent on it like we are. Well, they didn't even know what it was. Yeah. So other than a pretty light show in the sky, it had no effect on their world. Ooh, pretty, pretty colors. But if there was a solar storm strong enough to uh, create Aurora Borealis, say, you know, uh, lower than the tropics, uh, man, that would be that, that would literally probably destroy most of our electronics on Earth. You know, and that's what just you're because for. it would it would send electrons surging through all this circuitry, frying everything. S surging. Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping for. That you know, is the that, that is, is the, my favorite dystopia because it really doesn't kill anyone uh, off the bat. It doesn't really harm anyone. It just harms our technology, which is a threat to us anyway. And also, from that point on, it gives everyone the the chance to either you know uh, work together or the worst case scenario, survival of the fittest. You know. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, I think that really gives us an opportunity to reset. So that's why I'm rooting for that dystopia. Yes, and you are. And it looks like that's moving up the charts with a bullet. With a bullet. With a bullet. With a bullet, by yeah. the way. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. No, I like it. I like what's going on there. Happy for that one. Now, I'm going to skip the Rand one, and I'm going to go straight to Tulsi next. Tulsi. Because I love oh, God, going to Tulsi. Tulsi. God, I love yeah. that woman. Yeah. So, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. You know, you know, when I think about Tulsi, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes when I think about Tulsi. Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes? <laughs> I got to clip that. That's That's got to be a new thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, it looks like a Nickelodeon cartoon, too. It's well, of course just, it it's, does. It's the best thing in the world. It's my new favorite thing ever. <laughs> Teaching five-year-olds to masturbate. The lovely, lovely go. world. There you go. There you go. So, so uh, what's going on with Tulsi? So what Tulsi did was a former Democratic presidential candidate and Hawaiian congresswoman, Tulsi Gabbard, demanded Friday that Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot resign for offering personal interviews only to black and brown journalists. Gabbard called the mayor's actions blatant anti-white racism and said the decision warranted her stepping down from office. Mayor Lightfoot's blatant anti-racism is, is abhorrent. Uh, ab whatever. 
Uh, tweet call. I call upon President Biden, Kamala Harris, and other leaders in our country of all races to join me in calling Mayor Lightfoot's resignation. Our leaders must condemn all racism, including anti-white. She continued. Lightfoot announced earlier this week that she would be prioritizing media requests for from point, people of color reporters in celebration of the occasion of the two-year anniversary of my inauguration as mayor of this great city. Her spokesperson later told the reporters that she was granting interview requests from black and brown, Hisp- uh, black and Hispanic reporters exclusively. So, who did, she didn't need to get in the fray on this one, but Tulsi Gabbard gets in the fray on this one and calls for Mayor Lightfoot's uh, for Mayor Beater Juice's really, uh, uh, resignation. Right. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. Um, so uh, uh, Lori Lightfoot, Chicago mayor, said she would only uh, accept interviews from black or brown um, uh, reporters, yep. not from white reporters. Mm-hmm. Now, so if a white reporter w- did blackface to get an interview, which of them would be more racist? I'm still go- I think I'm still going with Lori Lightfoot. <sighs> <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's yeah. still Lori Lightfoot because uh, you know. It, it, hey, look, sometimes if you got to go blackface just in order to get an interview. Sometimes I'm telling you, gotta you. Do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know. So hey, it worked for Tootsie. It worked for white chicks. You know. And it worked for Robin Williams. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think it's a, a good way to go. So all you white Chicago reporters, just blackface it up. That would actually be oh that would be an amazing protest. None if of them have the balls to do. If they blackface? all showed up in blackface, oh my god, as a protest, but none of them have the balls. To no, do. They no wouldn't. way. That would be funny though. It would be funny. Yeah. I mean, I would, and it, it would really make a point of how racist she actually was. Being I would put with flowers that. on all their graves. Oh <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be. Uh, I mean, she is being inc- incredibly racist right now. Though. Oh yeah, like, there's Without no question. getting around that. Like, yeah, and that, that's where I think the hip hop, where this part, like. One of the reasons that I really absolutely love Tulsi is for this reason, is that in the areas in which we can have, that we we have obvious agreements in, she will make it as obvious as she can that she has the agreement there. Right, right. You know what I mean? Where, where we disagree, we disagree. But where we agree, she just really goes out of her way to be good about these issues and to do something like call this person out for, for something that's obviously fucking racist. Right, right. So it's just really good on Tulsi. That's why, like, I, if you had a bunch of people like Tulsi Gabbard and Rand Paul and Justin Amash and Dennis Kucinich, let's just say, and um, like some of those people, I may not agree with all those people on some of their issues, right? But you know what, though, I feel a lot better about them making decisions than I do with the fucking people we got up there right now. Well, you know, and I think we ought to add uh, Gwen Stefani to that list too. Yeah. Uh, she actually uh, this week uh, she was accused of cultural appropriation because back when in her early solo career days she actually was in this band uh, that did like Called ja- no doubt well, no 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 after no doubt okay in oh. her early solo career uh, she actually did this thing where uh, she was with uh, they were doing like Japanese. Uh, makeup and stuff like that yeah, yeah. pretending and i don't recall seeing i'm a i'm a gwen stefani fan or at least a no doubt fan i was uh, but i don't recall seeing this but um you know she uh so she's being all of a sudden it was oh it, called, it was called harajuku girls okay never saw any of that but apparently that's what it's they hot. were doing yeah Sounds hot though. it does sound hot actually now now i gotta look it up um 
But, uh, you know, so they can't, they're starting to come after her for cultural appropriation because, you know, even though this was years ago, now is the time. You gotta, now it's a big problem. You got to, yeah, you got to go and find all the things that everybody ever said or did. Oh, my God. So she said, um, you know, she actually, you know, fought against it. She said, look, if, if we didn't buy and sell and trade our cultures in, we wouldn't have so much beauty now, would we? We learn from each other. We share from each other. We grow from each other. And all these rules are just dividing us more and more. I think that we grew up in a time where we didn't have so many rules. We didn't have to follow a narrative that was being edited for us through social media. We just had so much more freedom. You know, and she's right about she's that. She's dead on there. Yeah. She's and, spot on. And, and and at the time, you know, nobody cared about this. And not only nobody cared, no one would have been offended. I don't think Japanese people would have looked at this and gone, oh, my God, that's terrible. They're appropriating my culture because I'm sure it was done in, you know, uh, out of respect and appreciation for the culture. Yeah. That's the thing. You used to be able to do things out of, you know, uh, appreciation for another culture. And now if you're just like completely isolated, so we can never share our cultural values and you know anything about our culture with another culture because that's appropriation you know it just makes no sense to me yeah, sharing culture is what brings people closer together yeah i don't get it at all it's it's this but it's this mentality of you know everybody's a look everybody is not everybody but there's a lot of people that are very recreationally outraged right and this is an easy one for people to be recreationally outraged about yeah even though i do think it's actually completely pointless because you're right like Gwen Stefani wasn't doing that to make fun of Chinese people. No. I do think that context could matter, possibly. Like, if you were doing something uh, with the negative stereotypes in mind and were doing it in a way to make fun of them, I mean, it all depends on how it was being done. But at the same time, like, it, it's just... I, I don't get the anger when somebody like Gwen Stefani did something like 10 years ago. She doesn't do it. And she hasn't done it lately. Right. But what does it matter? It's right. just she's an entertainer. She's entertaining people. Yeah. What the, what's the problem? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And, you know, and the bottom line is really is who gives a fuck and what the slants think anyway, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do? Exactly. <laughs> I've seen their culture. Can they even you see know? it? Can they even shit. see what's going on? They haven't done jack shit since uh, 45. Yeah. Because <laughs> we dropped a couple fucking bombs on them. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's just. Hey, Adrian, if you don't like it, you can get out. You can get out. You can get out. Yeah. It is it is just a shame that that's where we've gotten to. And, and uh, I think we should be able to joke about each other's cultures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of funny stuff to make fun of. Yes. Yes. And and that's, I, I honestly believe that that's one of the ways it'll actually bring us together more. Yeah. You know, it's it's ignoring these things and isolating people and excluding certain people as, as part of including others. That's not going to work. That's all going to make it worse. You know, yeah. having open conversations and, you know, uh, striving for true equality and, you know, even making fun of each other a little bit. That is how we're going to actually solve the problem. Yeah. You know, and. But look, it, but and this comes down to it, though, is that the people that complain the most, I don't think actually ever want to solve the problem. They no, want they to don't. keep the problem going. Yeah, exactly. They're, they because they're benefit. Of, they, they somehow benefit. It's yeah. not necessarily a money thing. Right. But there is some kind of benefit that they're getting for keeping this thing going. And you'll notice a lot of times it's like white people that are pissed off at other white people over cultural appropriation another different race yeah and it's like well you're white shut the fuck up right like i don't see that fucking <laughs> i don't see that mexican over there yeah. saying shit to me yeah yeah you know if that's the way you think what gives you the authority to be outraged exactly you know what i'm saying because if you can't appropriate someone else's culture you certainly shouldn't be upset that someone else is appropriating someone else's culture who you're not allowed to appropriate 
Yeah. You know I what I think you're appropriating it, culture appropriation outrage. <laughs> yes. Yes. Stop appropriating outrage. Exactly. That's what we need to stop the appropriation of. <laughs> oh, God. Hey. Hey. I want to take you on a stroll down memory lane. Oh, are you going to hold my hand when we do it? No, because fuck you. Um, remember back uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Remember, <laughs> are you doing the show by yourself at this point? I'm trying to get to a point, but I'm not doing very well. Getting you there. derail yourself, by the way. I do. Like, I don't even derail you from the points you make. You end up doing it to yourself. Like I'm just sitting here looking at you. Sometimes I want to close my eyes only because I'm fearing that like that might help you from derailing yourself. My mind is a very confusing place. You ain't fucking lying, brother. Remember not too long ago that when people said, you know, I think this virus originated in a Chinese lab in Wuhan, Wuhan. Yeah. They were crazy people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'd be blocked off the internet for that one. You would. You would. You could actually get kicked off Facebook for saying that. Yeah. Now, apparently, that's what Biden and Boris Johnson are saying. Yeah. That is now becoming more and more a plausible and feasible position of the United States and UK governments. Here's the thing. It was always plausible. Yes. It was always feasible. Yes. And that because they were pushing a narrative... And the, the narrative on this one is, is that Trump said it, so it had to be the opposite of whatever Trump said. Exactly. Like, right. That one was done specifically for that reason, which is how scary it could be, because if you're just going to say something is the opposite, because one guy said that it was. That is literally America right now. Yeah. A broken clock is right fucking twice a day, and that dude happened to be ticking at the right time on that one. Right. He wasn't wrong. No. No. And look... Even at the time, anyone using any logic whatsoever had to have said, well, that's at least something that should be investigated. You couldn't, if you were to dismiss that outright at any time, if you just dismissed it as, oh, oh that's absolutely ridiculous. You Which were the one. Fauci said. Yeah. You were the one that's being completely irrational and illogical. Yes. Because you, you literally had to look at that. You had a major virology center that has been known to potentially develop bioweapons that has been used in coronavirus. Yes. That has been working on coronavirus. That on, was well known on record. Yes. Variations of coronavirus. And then you literally have the outbreak within blocks, within blocks yeah. of that same virology lab. It's not an unreasonable question to ask whether it is, Hmm. Could it possibly have come from there? Hmm. But no, that was, at the time, that was considered crazy talk. And as as recently as a couple of weeks ago. You're a white supremacist exactly. if you say that, by exactly. the way. Exactly. You yeah. hate China. Yeah. You're a white supremacist. Right. You are. Uh, xenophobe. Xenophobe. Yeah. So it, science denier. Science denier. Right. Yep, all that. Yeah. All that wrapped up in a nice friggin' racist bow. But now it's okay. Because Biden said it. Well, now it's okay, though. Yeah. Of course, because now, well. But even two weeks ago, Fauci was denying it. Oh, of course he was. You know? Well, because he bought, he, he fucking funded it, the fucking asshole. Well, they did, yeah. They, Th that and is that's true. also on record, too, now. Yeah, the National Institute of Health actually fa uh, funded coronavirus research at this lab. Yeah. Yeah. And they're saying, well, it wasn't gain of function, though. But it was. It didn't matter. Right. You fucking funded it. You fucking funded it. Right. To watch the, to, and to watch. Look, I've watched some of these hearings now, and when you listen to what Fauci says, more so now than ever, there needs to be a criminal investigation <laughs> really done yeah. into Fauci, into what he knew, into what he was funding, into how he was getting it done. 
that dude should, should spend some serious time in jail right well, now. Well, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far, but something something ain't right there. Yeah. There's something not right because he's lied to us too many times on things that were... They seemed innocuous. No, they were obviously wrong. That's what I'm saying. Or, yeah, but they didn't seem. It didn't seem like that was a. It was a big deal, though. Like, why does it matter if you admit that? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But also, he lied to us on issues that were just weird things to lie about because they defied logic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He 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 was constantly asking us to suspend disbelief, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, and just do what we tell you. Yeah. yeah, he did it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And he was caught lying before. It's not like he did. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. It's not like he hasn't been caught lying. He's lied almost every stretch of the way right. from the beginning of this virus on. Right. He has lied. And he's come back and said, well, I'm lying for your own good or to make sure that people yeah. get this. Well, that was the initial mask yeah. lie. And he said, I did it, you know, for to, to make sure that the, you know, the the first responders could get it. But then it turns out that, you know, it's just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. No, it is. And the guy, the guy look, and Dr. Fauci him. is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't understand how people love the guy. I really don't. I, I don't understand how his peers go along with him. That's what I don't understand. And that's what I haven't I understood. It's the power for, of the office that he's got. I think it is. I, I think that, that there's a group think amongst scientists. I think there can be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Among some. And I think a lot are just quiet. You know, because they know where their their funding. You know, well, it, because they know what happens for anybody that's been speaking up. Oh like yeah, you get, yeah, you, you get, get blacklisted. You get thrown you, off social media. You don't media. get published yeah. anymore. You know, you don't get any funding. Call a science denier, right? You know, and yeah. you can't be a doctor and be a science denier like, and that work for you, right? And they can literally just you know throw someone's reputation completely away. And they and have, they have many times, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just it's it's funny that I'm not a science denier. At all, even remotely. But what ends up happening is that the science that they're putting out, you have to question. But by questioning it, they make you seem like you're a flat earther. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a strange type of thing. Yeah, there's a there's a peer pressure that's put around it that I can't describe how they do it. Yeah, but there's a peer pressure that's put on there that if you say it and you're outside the norm, then you have to almost stand over here with all those other people that you don't want to stand with. Right, right, and because you're the same as a flat earther, which I fucking hate flat earthers. By the way, oh like, yeah, no mistake about it. Right, no, I, I hate flat earth, flat earthers more than I hate neocons. By the way, uh, I I just feel bad for them. Yeah, for the most no, part, I, I, just, I feel bad for them. No, because they get all violent and mad, too, though. Like, they, if you don't believe what they believe, they get all... I mean, I will... Look, I will block a flat earther if I even... If I will block a person on Facebook, even if I think remotely that they may be somewhat... If you're... Hold on. If you're flat earth adjacent, I will fucking get rid of you. Well, it got, the one thing I'll say about flat earthers is it they are the most gullible people there are. And it goes to show you that they can... Someone with a a good graphics on a YouTube video and a British guy's voice can convince anyone of anything. Yeah, that's a weakness. Kind of like can Bill convince Cos- some people of anything. Kind of like a black guy in a sweater. Yeah, yeah, black guy in a sweater. Yeah, does it every time. They'll for get you. me. They'll get me every that, time. Yeah, it does. I've, I've seen it happen. I trust. I trust black people in sweaters. <laughs> Fucking Scientologist spy got you that one time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Anyway, but yeah, it it just it's just crazy, man. <laughs> Fucking science. Fucking Wuhan. Well, let's get into the next thing. Huh. Uh, we'll get into the Rand Paul bit here. Oh, what's, all right. What's going on with Rand? All right. So the first thing is, is that Rand Paul had said he's not going to get vaccinated. 
Okay. And the reason why is, is that he got COVID. Right. So he didn't need to be vaccinated. Sure. But they're somehow making a big deal about this because he said he wasn't going to get vaccinated, but he's already had COVID, so he doesn't need to be vaccinated. Right. But somehow they're making this a big problem. So the the Centers for Disease Control Prevention recommends that those who have recovered from COVID-19 get vaccinated um, because experts are unsure about the long natural how long natural immunity lasts. But they don't really know how long the... COVID vaccine immunity lasts, so. Yeah. By the way, I was I was talking to someone in the medical profession here locally um, who actually has now seen two different uh, patients, uh, young patients, uh, young adults, uh, who uh, suffered a serious cardiac event, uh, won a complete cardiac arrest within days after receiving the uh, uh, COVID vaccine. Really? Yeah. And uh, so after hearing that, I'm like, oh, shit, really? You think it was coincidental? And they're like, I'm not sure, really. I mean, it's just such, so strange to find, you know, two adolescents uh, with or young adults with no history of, of any type of heart condition suddenly have severe, uh, one, I think one was uh, mitocardia and the other was a actual cardiac arrest. Uh, within days of getting the COVID vaccine. And I started to look it up, and apparently they're seeing a lot of these cases all over the place. In oh, fact, really? the UK has just started to do a study into it for uh, like teens and young adults who are actually uh, suffering cardiac events within four to five days after receiving the uh, COVID vaccines. Wow. Yeah, so this is a new thing. So um, if you're... Uh, if you're a young person out there thinking about getting vaccinated, you may want to hold off until uh, you know you find out more about this, or yeah. you may just not want to do it altogether because uh, your your odds of dying from COVID are much much lower than apparently suffering a cardiac event from the uh, the vaccine itself. All right, so with Rand though, that wasn't the only thing that happened this week though. So I wanted to mention something else that happened this week is that there was a. Um, uh, you remember Richard Marks, the 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 singer, singer? Yeah, 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 the singer. So the singer was like basically, but the, he put out a tweet basically saying that he wanted to meet Renee Butcher, which is the guy that 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 uh, attacked Rand Paul, right. the neighbor that attacked him, right. and buy him as many drinks as he could drink. <laughs> well, his name Marks is appropriate then. <laughs> it is actually. <laughs> so, and it brought up the one question: is I don't know if you've noticed this or not. Rand Paul is the one politician that both sides will tend to be very nasty towards and seem to be able to get away with it with impunity. Yeah, nobody uh, seems to care when uh, when uh, he gets threatened. but uh, Or gets hurt. Yeah, or yeah, even gets attacked and yeah. hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you, you say one bad thing to AOC and the end of the world happens. Yeah. you know. But Rand, or who's the other one? Ilan, uh, what's her name? Ilhan Omar. Yeah, yeah. You say something to her and oh, God. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Let's kill Rand Paul. Oh no, they're perfectly okay with killing Rand yeah, Paul. Yeah, t- totally okay with that. Like so. it's just we- it's weird though that like even now, what if he did blackface? Would it still be the same? Would it still be? Would it still be okay to kill Rand Paul if he was in blackface? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure it would be if he was in blackface. Now, if he was actually black, then the answer would be no. It wouldn't be okay. Yeah, I don't know. But wait a second. Then again, if he was a uh, you know conservative slash libertarian, it would then it would be okay. Yeah, if you're yeah, if you I think that's that's the, that trumps everything else. Oh no no, the, yeah. the, the, if you're a libertarian, you're allowed. They're allowed yeah. to have political violence against you know the people on the left and the people on the right. 
as long as you know they can get together to attack that one person, then it doesn't right. really matter. Well, yeah, and it makes total sense because if if one thing everyone can agree on being violent against, it's someone who doesn't believe in the initiation of violence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, fair is fair. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing about guys like Rand too. Like you know, they talk about like, and I saw this in a meme somewhere, but like people like uh, you know Rand. Like people are like, well, you know, people need to give get free health care and stuff like that. And, you know, people looking for the Medicare for all. Well, Rand's a do- an eye doctor and has given away tens of thousands of free surgeries. Right. It's all well documented. It's all on record. Yeah. And, you know, like that's not enough for them, though. It's not enough that he will do it himself. Right. Yeah. You have does. to advocate for the policy that uh, you have to advocate for the policy that will force everyone to do it. It's not enough that you will do it yourself. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really what it is. It's it's. You know, it's it's kind of like uh, the cultural cultural appropriation thing. It's like you have to think the right way. You have to have the right group think. Doesn't matter what you do, uh, you just have to have the right group think, and you have to think that people need to be forced to do things the way that you want them done. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's really what it boils down to. It is what it boils down sad. to. And it, yeah. it, here's the thing: it is sad, but it also is the reason why. These people on the either the left or the right, none of them hold the moral high ground. Yeah, and maybe that's one of the reasons why they all hate libertarians is because the one thing about the this ideology is is that you don't have to be a hypocrite, right? You know what I mean? You can believe in in helping other people without without having to force others to do it, right? Exactly. And because yeah. that because what happens is that other person feels ugly inside, and so they have to project that ugliness onto you. I guess so. Yeah, it, it, that could be what it is. Um, I think some people actually come. I don't think it's always that, though. I, I think some people just don't understand the difference between forcing someone to do something and someone voluntarily doing something. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't think a lot of times they don't seem to, to differentiate the two. I don't think they want to, though. Maybe they don't. I, I don't know. You know what? Yeah. Before I was trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I just can't. I can't seem to want to do that anymore, though. The reason I can't seem to want to do it anymore is it seems too obvious at this point, and they seem way too willing to go to the force card right off the bat. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, especially when if you, it's like when they were yelling at Rand Paul of say her name. I right. I think that's the one thing that really got to me was, is that if you're saying to say her name, he wrote a bill. With her name. With her name. He named it after her. He, he named yeah. it after her to address the issue that you're talking about. Right. And if you don't know that, but you're going to take the time to go out in the streets and start yelling, right. then you're not there to fix anything. Uh, yes and no. I mean, it just it, mob mentality is usually uninformed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anytime you get a group of people chanting slogans, it's it's funny. It's It's always a a form of mobism, collectivism that happens. So um, I would say that even if people knew it, you know, everybody starts chanting something, people are going to start chanting. Well, you know, that's that was, just they the were nature. Yelling, of, they were yelling in his face, you know, say your name, say your name. It's well, like, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. It's it's just, again, it's 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 mob rules at that yeah. point. And granted, I'm sure. Because you should feel like an idiot Not at that many point. people knew what actually all the work he was doing, that he was probably the one person that is on the forefront of that actually defending the forefront. right yeah. defending the fourth amendment that would have prohibited this from happening you know yeah. and but 
it, it, it again, it doesn't matter. Emotion trumps everything in this world these days. Oh, especially yeah. now. Yeah, it's and I it's just, worse than ever. I just wonder if those people feel any shame at all if they once they go back to be like, oh, that guy did a bill with her name on it. Like, I, I bet some of the people once they found that out, they'd be like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't have been, you know. But it, again, it, it depends. It depends on if they are actual rational or if they just want the the you know us versus them, the red versus blue. The if they're just you know playing one side against the other then then they're not going to be rational about it you know what i'm saying so yeah. it really depends i think some people would you know if they knew that would go oh shit we should we should yeah no, that i guy feel should like be, an idiot yeah i should be uh, marching side by side with that guy yeah you know you should be in the you should be in the you should be out there thanking the motherfucker right right you know that's yeah. the thing you should be out there thanking him for what he has done but fuck Rand paul <laughs> yeah he's he's all part of the machine anyway so fuck him too <laughs> I mean, he's not really part of the machine, but yeah, yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. Rand Paul is the prettiest turd in the toilet bowl. That's what Rand Paul is. <laughs> he, he, he's that that one smooth one that floats. You know, <laughs> wrong. That's just it's wrong. not wrong, man. It's it's. It, what about Thomas Massey? At the end of the day, yeah, him too. He's he's another floater. He's another floater. <laughs> yeah. He's, they're, but these, at the end the of the floaters. day, they're all still part of government, dude. They're all still part of the problem. And you know, in, until that's over, it's it, none of this is gonna. It's just gonna get progressively worse until we're. You I mean, know, Massey lives at one off of our the dystopians. Grid, though, so huh? I'm kind of like, Massey lives off the grid, though. Yeah, but then he's on Capitol Hill making rules for the rest of us. But he's trying to get rid of him, though. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but he's really uh, trying to get rid of him. I mean, you know, look, I, I give him, I give him all, all the ones uh, like him a, a, a bunch of credit. But at the end of the day, they're still part of the machine that's oppressing me. I got you. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I, I do, I, I do kind of understand a little bit, but at yeah. the same time, I just, I guess, it's just because I'm not all the way there like you are in that, in that aspect. Like I still, you know, yeah, like to see somebody try to do something. Yeah. Yeah, he's the uh, you know the nicest slave owner on the plantation. The nicest slave owner on the plantation. That's kind of what it's like. I got you. Know? you. So it's a, a weird reference, but we'll go with it. No, I th I think it works. You know, it's a uh, it's it, it's still funny to me how people just can't even conceptualize how what it would be like to not be ruled. You know, they just don't get it. Well, I think people like to be ruled. Yeah, I guess they do. I mean, they really do. They at must. The end of the they day. keep doing it. Yes, they and they will always do it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, uh, Bernie uh, this week uh, apparently, and I'm just reading a headline here that you put out uh, called Hamas a terrorist group, but then said that the Israeli government is overt racist for fighting them. <laughs> you know what? For the first time, I'm I'm starting to like Bernie Sanders. Actually, I've liked Bernie Sanders for a long time. He might be my favorite politician. Really? Oh yeah. yeah oh no. Honestly, because I... he he is probably doing more to end government than anyone else in government. <laughs> he just spend it into oblivion, you know, and and uh, I'll get some checks on the way. So, yeah, go Bernie. It's just I what I find to be weird though is that is that guys like Bernie, who used to be completely pushed aside in the Democrat party. We're part of it, but we're on the way outside fringes of it. Right. Are now have, have really done a good job of taking it over pretty completely at this point, or at least their rhetoric has taken over pretty completely. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they're wanting to spend money, which is just completely crazy by the way. Like the, did you know that the, but that, that Biden's proposed budget for 2022 or whatever, mm -hmm. $6 trillion. That's awesome. That's, Fucking crazy. That's awesome. 
Are you kidding me? Like Obama was like four trillion dollars. Right. He makes Obama look like a fiscal conservative. Well, Trump made Obama look like a fiscal conservative, and now now Biden is uh, you know uh, doubling down on him. Yeah, you know, hey, go for it. You know, and uh, God bless the fiscal conservative uh, Republicans out there because they they only uh, proposed uh, you know a five point nine trillion dollar budget. Five point eight. <laughs> was it five point eight? No, oh, okay. actually, I don't know how much it was, but it, was, it sucked though. But no, no, yeah. with with almost a trillion dollars for new infrastructure, and of course, you know how dare they only propose how they, how dare they propose draconian. less than a trillion dollar yeah. budget increase draconian. for infrastructure because that would result in draconian cuts. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but uh, God bless them all. Uh, just keep spending. You know, keep how, printing. Do you know what's weird, by the way? It seems hmm. like whenever they do a new stimulus package, it includes all the other stuff that it was supposed to include, but they just changed the first name of it to be what it's going to focus on this time. Even right. though it has all the other same yeah, shit it's, in it's it again. Always, yeah, it's always the same bullshit. I, I, it's, it's weird how it seems like so blatant the lies are getting that they're just more and more just doubling down on being able to tell the lie, though. You know, I, I went to uh, the grocery store uh, this weekend. Uh, I did the uh, the weekly grocery shopping this week, which I enjoy doing sometimes. And uh, buying meats uh, this week, uh, it literally felt like chapter one of the Cassandra trigger. Why? Uh, just because they were so crazy expensive. How expensive was oh, it? Oh, my God. It's it's like crazy. It's it's like, you know, ground beef is now like eight bucks a pound. Eight bucks a pound? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, even the, the cheap ribeyes are now like 12 bucks a pound. You know, it's just the prices on everything are crazy. You know, just amazing. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's coming pretty soon, which is uh, you know another another good thing for me. As long as they keep cutting me checks, I don't care. You know, well, keep cutting me checks. Hopefully they prices still do go it. up. Hopefully they still you know. do it. Yeah. We'll see if they keep doing it. They better. They better. Or I'm going to get uppity. You're you going to get uppity. I might start you know uh, burning shit. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully somebody does. Actually, I'll just sit back and watch it on CNN. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully someone burns some shit because shit always needs burning. Well, it seems like San Francisco is going to get there, though, because oh, yeah? now there are stores that are closing in San Francisco due to shoplifting. Right. They're losing so much stuff and the cops are doing so little about it that they're just going to close down. The, they're closing them down. They're going to close down the stores. Right. And like, <laughs> so long, we've had incidents where our security officers are assaulted on a pretty regular basis in San Francisco. Uh, B- Brendan Dugan, head of CVS Retail Crime Division, said on May thir- 13 May hearing with city officials, according to a New York Times report, uh, police agree that the stealing has become an epidemic. One trend we are seeing is more violence and escalating and much more bold. Uh, Commander Raj Vasweli um, uh, of the San Francisco Police Department said at the hearing, we, s- we see a lot of repeat offenders. So like, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I remember I talked about that Uruhu group, mm-hmm. the yeah. one in yeah. St. Pete, right? Right. Yeah. Where they talk about it, they, they should be allowed to do this. Right. Again, those people were on the fringes. Well, in San Francisco, no they are. They're no longer on the fringes. No, in San Francisco, they are. Essentially, this is, it's, it's tolerated behavior, you know, which is, and see, this is another problem that anarchy would solve because if there was no government, what do you think Walgreens and CVS would do? 
They would hire people to shoot them? They would hire enough uh, security to ensure that that didn't happen anymore. And if it continued to happen, they would ensure that those people never made it in the store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, this, again, this is a literally a government-created problem. And lack of government is the solution to the problem. Yeah. You know, because that that's exactly what would happen. Problem solved. You know, <laughs> it, look, if everybody takes care of their own yard, every the the entire country is in great shape. And yeah. that's really what getting rid of government does. It forces everyone to take care of their own yard. That is my definition of anarchy. Everybody taking care of their own shit. And now, it I'm, works really well. And we're not going to go into another story because we are at one hour right now. So we are going to go into our Hold outro. On. There's one more thing I want no, to No, 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 no. Tease it. Tease it. What do you want to talk about well, on the yeah, other side? The same, no, it's the same article. All right, I I'll let you have yet. it. I'll let you have it. But now you fuck me up. Walgreens Corp has an annual revenue of around $139.5 billion. The petitioner wrote, we think they can afford to keep needed stores like this open. In the middle of a pandemic and crisis, we cannot allow profit-driven, greedy corporations to further traumatize <laughs> and abandon their responsibility to the community. One signer of a petition wrote, shame on Walgreens. This is Walgreens' wow. fault. Wow. Because they're stealing stuff in their community. Okay. How about your neighbors stop being fucking assholes and stealing shit from the fucking Walgreens? You fucking piece of shit. That is really astounding that there's people out there that think like they're that. They're mad at Walgreens. Yeah. Not at the people stealing. For not letting people steal. Yeah. Yeah. Aruhu. <laughs> God bless them. You know, I, I, in the end, they're, it's. It's thinking like that in the long run that will save America. I guess so. It really will. All right, folks. Uh, this is our number one, Unattended Baggage. You want to hear our number two? Go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage, and we'll see you there. <laughs>